Blog Talk Radio. So let's get right to the questions. Candice, tell us about your new series, New Dogs Old Tricks. New Dogs Old Tricks is, as you said, a spinoff of my film, which Clayton stars in, called What Happened Last Night, and it is a uh, series, it's kind of a, it's a comedic series with dramatic elements, so I guess you'd call it a dramedy, about a group of friends in, on a small college campus making their way through life. Oh, neat. It sounds, it sounds, and, and will it remind us a little bit about, of, like, Saved by the Bell? Um, no, it's more like Friends, because Saved by the Bell, oh. you know, that's when it was, uh, Saved by the Bell was more high school, and it was way more sitcom-y, um, but with uh, New Dogs Old Tricks, I would say that it's kind of a, a cross between Friends meets 90210 meets Blue Mountain State. Oh, that sounds cool. I can't wait to see it. Um, Clayton, what drew you to the role in New Docs? Uh, hi there. Um, well, as Candace said, it was a spinoff of the feature, What Happened Last Night. And, um, you know, for one, it's an opportunity to kind of flesh out a character that you played before a lot of times when you are put on a feature and you get to uh, be that guy for that period of time. Uh, you know, there's no you can kind of be limited in how much you can explore the character. Well, I guess personally you're unlimited in exploring the character, but as far as what the audience gets to participate in, um, that, that is limited. So to kind of see, uh, not just him, but then the relationships of the entire ensemble kind of flesh out, um, was definitely appealing. And, uh, one of the biggest things was that it's just a really tight cast and crew. Um, you know, like we could talk about the, the, the artistry and the story and the relatability of it all. Um, but we're real people showing up to work, and I just really <laughs> enjoyed working with everybody. Oh, that's great. And it sounds like Candace has built a, a really good group of people together, uh, working together. Yeah, it's an eclectic group, to be sure. We're, we're coming <laughs> from, all, from all, like, you know, kind of different angles and different backgrounds. And, you know, some guys have done reality. Some guys have been wrestling. uh Others were child actors on Disney, uh, and uh, Broadway. We, are, we got some uh, Broadway stars. <laughs> it's a Broadway, yeah. Um, it's kind of <laughs> like you know, just people coming from different circles, but still, um, you know, with all the same goals, and, um, and we just all clicked really well. That's that's fantastic, um, Candace. What influenced your decision to do a sequel to What Happened Last Night? One hundred percent. That was Cody Calafiore. Uh, I have a rule. Oh, Cody plays Joe, who is Danny's best friend, because Clayton plays Danny. And I have a rule with my actors, where if my actors want me to write something, they can come to me and say, hey, Candy, listen, I'd really like you to write this. Um, and then they need to tell me why. They need to really justify it. So um, filming what happened last night was... Um, a challenge. It was it was an independent film, um, and we had we had a lot of obstacles, but we overcame all of the obstacles. 
and um, everybody, like, well, not everybody, but a lot of people on set were like, oh, my God, this is so much, like, these characters are so much fun. You know, you really should write a sequel. And I'm like, no, no, it's okay. You know, we'll move on. I'll do something else. So when we started testing the show, um, the characters started getting a really good response. You know, like, um, because it's released by Sony. So we did a lot of of testing. And I'm like, no. And I mean, Brian Cohen, who plays Jay, he came up to me. Alex Kermis, who plays Sarah. uh, Stephanie Katz, who plays Natalie. Uh, Rob Peter Paul, who played Hayden, all those people had come up to me, and they were like, Candace, you got to write more, you got to write more. And I'm like, why? They're like, because we want to work together again. Aww. And I'm like, that's, that's not good enough. And um, we went to Cannes. The film was, uh, you know, it was purchased and everything. Um, so I get home from Cannes. A couple of days later, Cody calls me, and he's like, hey, Candy, I really think you need to have a sequel and I thought that everybody knows like Cody and I are really close so I thought everybody like kind of put Cody up to it and I'm like yeah <laughs> you tell me what I'm like tell me why and he said I think it would be really cool to see all these characters on spring break together oh. and, and I was like oh okay that's a good idea so I started writing a script, and then I had a meeting with a producer, and he suggested I write it into a series, um, just because, you know, to extend the life of it. Right. So that night, I went home after this meeting with this producer, and in about three hours, I wrote the first three episodes, and it kind of grew a life of its own. Wow. Well, hence why your, your first script, you wrote it at age nine, See, this is yes. why, people, that she is who she is. Thank you. Um, you. Okay, Clayton, you come from the very popular Lizzie McGuire. How is this series different? Budget. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, like it's, it's it's a very it's a very real thing. I mean, I mean, not not just uh, to poo poo uh, on it or anything. That that's just a, it changes the experience immensely of anything, um, exactly. and that's 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 indie life. Um, that comes with it. You know that going into it, uh, what you're what you're doing is more about the story you you want to tell and the people you're working with. Um, and you know that's and that was enough. So um, the experience on this uh, is different. You know, one playing um, it's a lead character in the show as opposed to you know playing Ethan Croft and Liz McGuire. That was more of a like a recurring character. So I was you know only in episodes like I was like, in like half of the total episodes, and only in so much of the episode was I even featured. You know, and right. in this one, you you're you know, you have more of a, a, a leading role in it. Yet at the same time, this is very much an ensemble piece where there's not really one one character we're following. We're following everybody. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's like six people that were kind of following on their own threads, and it kind of changes each episode who we're following a little bit more. Um, and it's not just like one relationship that we're following. You know, every everything ties into everything else in some way or another. I definitely have most interactions with my best friend, uh, Joey, played by Cody Calafiore, and uh, with Sarah, played by uh, Alex Kermes. And uh, so having, having the opportunity to go uh, 
and like a deeper character too, because Ethan is not deep. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, there's there, there's depth in Ethan in in that there was like a uh, an abyss uh, that is his brain. Oh. Like it's a, it's a deep, deep, empty cavern. Is what that is. Right. Uh, whereas with whereas with Danny, he's kind of deep, and there's like a lot more emotional play going on with him. There's a lot more thought kind of going on. It's much less um, comedy uh, involved with Danny, although he does find himself in pretty um, funny situations. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's less about like the character bringing humor to the project, and more about a character being in a interesting situation um, ah. like carrying stink fisher up the staircase uh, <laughs> is, stink fisher is uh, another one of our uh, guys on the show and he's, he's not a small man um, <laughs> nah, he's like he six four he played he played professional ball he was on the jet he's, oh wow he's, he's a big dude so but um, oh. Clayton, I actually I want to piggyback on something that Clayton said. While budget is definitely definitely a <laughs> big difference, and um, you know I I did a lot of acting when I was out in L.A. Um, on big budget shows like ER and whatnot. Um, I think that if this show ever got a bigger budget, which we are hoping it does, I really don't think it would change the dynamic of the cast. Oh wow! Yeah, see, that says that says a lot about your show, though. That if even if there was more money involved, that nothing would really change regarding it. And um, that's 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 a that is a real asset to the situation that you created, Candace, that you, you have have put on this whole show. And that's that's amazing. Thank you. I mean it would make things a lot easier, don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, and I mean and, and another another facet I'll I'll add uh on what makes a difference is that um on an indie there are definitely more hands <laughs> There's a lot fewer hands on deck, yet there are a lot more hands on deck. What I mean by that is that um, there's fewer um, departments on the project that are really fleshed out of what they could be. You know, we have like several um, heads on a department and then all the assistants under them uh, kind of figuring out everything. Uh, whereas on, you know, you have like, you know, like a, a team of writers um, who are even on set at times, kind of helping the director kind of manage things if you need to kind of re- restructure whatever on the day. And on our set, you pretty much have everyone, uh, cast and crew, willing to help out however they can. Um, yeah. And no one, no one is held to that. There's no obligation to do that. If you're cast as an actor on a project, you're just being paid to show up and know your lines and act. Uh, and that's really it. But everyone on, on that project uh, seems to just without, yeah, uh, yeah, every single person in that project is always like, what can I do to help? What can I do to yeah. help? Like, they'll help, like, you know, set up lighting. They'll help, like, bring food in, like, from, from catering, however we're doing that. 
um, whatever it is that Candace needs. Uh, like we'll brainstorm how to kind of rewrite some scenes because we didn't have time to shoot this other thing and how do we make that work? Um, there's just a lot of collaboration, a lot of teamwork, which is something that I always appreciate whatever I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I hear about this close-knit uh, group on the series. Um, Clayton, how is it different or similar from other sets that you've worked on? Um, well, when you, when you go through, oh, there's a quote that fits this perfectly, I'm sure. Uh, something <laughs> about disaster bringing people really close together. <laughs> uh, and when, when, you, when you go through something traumatizing, uh, no, it's going too far. Um, but but like when, you, when, when, you, when you struggle with people, that's when you really form bonds with people. When everything's going really well and really smoothly, um, it's like, great, cool, that was fun, bye. Uh, but when you have an opportunity to, like, really work through something with somebody else, uh, you really formed a bond with those people. So I think that's why this set is especially as tight um, as it is um, than most sets I've worked on, actually. Oh. Well, that so it, it advise, sounds like a lot of fun. I advise all sets uh, to just have everything go wrong all the time. Uh, <laughs> at, at, not at a, not, not at the director's fault. Um, just things happen, and then you oh. got a really tight you got a really tight set there. Yeah, it's like Murphy's law. You just you can't control it. <laughs> oh, well, Candice, um, kind of staying on that same topic. Um, you wear so many hats with this series. You're the creator, the writer, the director. What has been the most challenging problem you have faced? Um, it was honestly raising the funding. <laughs> you know, oh. that, that's, and that's, that's the biggest challenge that you have with any independent project. And right. being a woman, um, oftentimes it's, you know, not what have you done, but what have you done lately? Yeah. And um, it's, it, 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 I, I had to do this through um, doing a GoFundMe and Indiegogo and all different crowdfunding. And then um, I had some people come in, like giving me a couple of grants here and there. So when we started filming this, I mean, we filmed the pilot September 10th through the 14th of 2016. Oh, wow. Yeah, 10 days after we filmed the pilot, I shattered my angle. So oh my god. I was so I was sidelined from everything for three months. I finally got back and I was like, All right guys, I you know, I wrote my whole season and I'm like, Okay, let's let's shoot something. So we would shoot like a day here, two days there, you know, we were lucky to have a week stretch at one point. We had three days at one point, you know. So it was like piecing everything together because oh you know, the actors are getting older. Um, so they're supposed to be college kids and I don't want to do like a 90210 50 year old high school student, you know? Um, so, so, so we filmed a couple of things and then I fell down the stairs and I broke my tailbone. Oh my, like, I know it was awful. Like that's what Clayton's talking about. Things completely out of our control that would happen, you know? So all sorts of stuff happened, um, but we were able to pull it together. But it's a matter of, okay, you know, when are, where is the money coming from? And I right. fortunately had um, some investors come in, and we had some product placement. 
And um, there was something written about us in a trade called Synopsis. It was just a little blurb. But I had gone to all these different producers and executive producers and people with money saying, hey, I've got this show and I really am trying to raise money for it. And they like poo-pooed me. They blew me off. They told me that they wouldn't be interested. You know, oh, well, we'll see. Let me get back to you. And then they never got back to me. And all of a sudden, a little blurb comes out and I start getting emails. Hey, congratulations. I hear your show's going to be on Amazon. Let's have lunch. And it's oh. like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, sounds familiar. <laughs> well, um, on the heels, especially now of the Me Too movement, Candace, you are not only like what you've done so far, but you're also setting a groundbreaking situation with this series. I understand the women leads are being paid more than the male leads. Is they are. This, yeah. Is this something that you would like to make the norm, become the norm? Um, it, it, it was, I think everybody should be paid equal. You know, I really do. And um, because that's what I did in my film and in the pilot, everybody got paid the exact same amount of money. All my leads got the exact same amount of money. And I started seeing things about how women were getting paid less. So I called Clayton was the first call that I made. And uh, I said, listen, what do you think uh, if, if I pay the women a little bit more? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. You should do it. You should do it because the, the whole Me Too thing had come out. Clayton wrote something spectacular on Facebook or Twitter or whatever about the Me Too movement. And it was just hot on the heels of that. So do I think it should be the norm? I, I mean, I don't know. For me, we did it as like, this is something we want to make a statement about. And collectively, we made this statement. Um, I'm not going to dictate what other people should do. Right. But this is what we're going to do. And this is what we chose to do as a team. Because I never would have done this if I didn't have the support of Cody, Brian, and Clayton. And oh, wow. three of them were on board immediately. And then I called the girls, um, Shelly, Shelly Regner, um, who we didn't mention yet, who plays Liz, and Alex. And I said, this is what we want to do. Is that all right with you? You know, we don't care what you do with the extra money, but this is, this is what we want to do. And they were like, yeah, I think that's wonderful. So it's something that we're very proud of. But it's, it's just very disappointing that it's taken 74 years, mm-hmm. you know, because the very first show, the first series was in 1944. Oh. So it's taken 74 years for there to be a show where a female actor has been paid more than the male counterpart. Wow. And that's kind of disgusting and disappointing. Yeah. And, it, and it took an unknown, independent female filmmaker to make that stand. Yeah. Well, you're also carrying on that same work, though. I mean, it, everything that you've been able to do and produce and everything that you have put forth in the industry is is a you know 
That's amazing, Candace. Thank you. But as Clayton said, it, it's been a collaboration. I mean, the entire thing. Yeah, I'm the writer. That's fine. Um, but and I created the series. But it, the, it would not be where it is if it wasn't for my team. And yeah. every single person that has worked with me, whether they're still with me now or if they've gone on to other projects and they no longer work with me, they were still a part of my team. Uh, uh, it's, it's obvious that that's the way they feel about you, too. And um, that's just a special, that's really special in the entertainment industry since it isn't always like that, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> Clayton and I have both been in the industry since we're children, so I think we both share that experience oh yeah absolutely Clayton um I know that you you seem to be quite the athlete when you went to Pepperdine University is was that a combination of a lifetime of training uh yeah I had a combined passion of arts and athletics as a youth and uh pursued both of them so really it was arts, athletics, and academia, if you want alliteration, uh, that kind of uh, was the trifecta of, of my growing up. And there was also music, but that doesn't start with a, an A, does it? So I can't say that. Um, and, you know, I was doing all kinds of stuff. I, was, I, was, I had an amazing opportunity uh, given to me as a kid, and I was just putting, like, jazz dance classes and tap and voice lessons and cotillion, and I did baseball, and I did basketball and I did uh, you know swimming and uh, I was in the school band I played also saxophone uh, for three years and um, but eventually as you grow up you got you got to narrow <laughs> the focus a little <laughs> bit and things 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 drop off for different reasons but the things that were sticking around it seemed like were the acting because um, I was doing musicals and then some community theater when I was um, I don't know 10, 11, 12 years old. Um, wow. And then uh, I started, I was doing swimming, like youth club swimming when I was, uh, you know, in those single digits and then started water polo when I was eight years old and uh, was in school. And those three things just kind of keep uh, picking up. Um, Liz McGuire began when I was 13. So uh, I was a 13-year-old in Orange County going to public middle school playing on a club water polo team at the same time. So by that time, other sports, other classes, and uh, music had uh, jumped ship to make room for those three. And then I was about to go into high school, and I got the offer for the film, uh, Liz McGraw movie, that would shoot in Italy. So oh. I had the option of shooting the movie or to play... Uh, my freshman season of water polo in high school in which I would have started on the varsity team. And that was like a really hard decision for me to make. And right. I, cause I felt like I'd be letting my team down, even though I was, you know, a freshman. Yeah. Um, but you feel like if you feel like you can contribute, you know, you, you, you want to. Mm -hmm. And eventually it was like, yeah, doing the movie is probably going to be a good idea. So <laughs> I did, <laughs> did that. Uh, I did that, but I got pretty depressed. I was I was really really depressed uh, while I was over there. I had a great time, but uh, I would like I'll be on my computer all the time checking like live scores of how games were going. We'd lose by one. And I was like, if only I could be there, kind of thing. So once the movie wrapped, is like okay, acting I can come back to. This is my only time that I'm going to be able to play water polo at the level that I'm at, 
and uh, they say stay in school, so I'll do that. So uh, eventually um, went through high school, uh, was captain of the team my junior, senior year, and then got on scholarship uh, for Pepperdine, captain team my junior, senior year there, and uh, got invited to train with the national team for a couple years and went to the World University Games, represented USA in Shenzhen, China, and then played professionally in uh, European leagues, uh, a year in Italy, a year in Hungary, and then a few months in Montenegro. And that was about the time that I uh, made that transition back into acting full-time. Wow. Well, it sounds like you had, <laughs> wow, you had two careers going at the same time. Yeah. Oh, man. That must have been well, hard I mean, to like, keep I- up. I mean, acting like acting totally took a back seat after the Liz McGuire movie. Um, like there were there were other offers and opportunities uh, on, on the table um, at that time, but the the value of continuing with the sport just had more uh, appeal to me at at that age. And people were like, oh, you know, no problem. You did this show. Everyone will remember. It's going to be super easy to plug back into the business. But uh, a lot of things change, including your look, and uh, you got to find a new market. Oh, yeah, that's true, huh? Um, now, would you be open to a Lizzie McGuire reunion? And have you stayed in touch with any of your past co-stars? Uh, yeah, I've been in touch with a, a, a few of them. Uh, you know, I've been seeing um, Hillary Duff's mom and I kind of live in the same area, so we'd see each other now and then. Um, yeah, I hung out with uh, Lelaine, who played Miranda here and there, Jake Thomas, Carly Schroeder. Um, was on the phone with... Uh, uh, Ashley Briel, who played Kate uh, a little while ago. She's an, an attorney now with a baby. It's crazy. Um, and, yeah, oh. absolutely done for reunion. People seem to like that idea. And, uh, you know, there's been talk about other stuff being produced. But until I see it, <laughs> I don't know the wiser. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, well, this is this is one question that I love to ask everybody, Candace and Clayton. What was the one thing you learned at the start of your career that you've been able to apply throughout your career? Ooh, the start of my career that's throughout? Um, hmm. I, that's a, that's a great question. <laughs> so... I think, I mean, because I've learned so much, like, as an adult uh, in, 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 in the series, but um, as a kid, so the only thing that's really uh, pinning on right now is actually something that one of my art teachers in elementary school taught me, and uh, was that there are no mistakes in art, and that you can kind of fudge things here and there, but it actually right. becomes an opportunity and you can kind of turn that smudge into something else that you didn't even think of before. So I think there could be a lot of like fear of failure in uh, your career as an actor in the industry in, in general. And you don't want to be like, you know, too careless. You can map out some things, but you also have to know that there's a lot of trust involved at the same time. And that what seems like a disaster, you know, a lot of times be an opportunity. Oh yeah. Very, very true. That's great. Candace, what about you? Don't give up. That's my, the bottom line is that's always what I was taught. Don't give up. 
because something will happen. You know, you just got to keep pushing hard. You got to believe in yourself and just never, never give up. And that's something my mom instilled in me, you know, who raised me and my sister by herself. And uh, it, it, <laughs> you just don't give up. That's a great, that's a great slogan. Um, okay, so Clayton and Candace, do you have any projects that you can share with us besides new dogs that you're working on right now? Clayton. Candace. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, uh, I'm involved in a couple producing teams right now. I'm a uh, helping produce a, a kind of biopic slash uh, romance film that follows a young Frederick Douglass that we're aiming to shoot right now in uh, October. And as well as my father had uh, self-published a book about his father's World War II story. It's called Shot Down, uh, the true story of Howard Snyder and the crew of the B-17 Susan Ruth. You can just search Shot Down book on Google and it'll come up on Amazon. It's got like almost 500 five-star reviews, 20 awards. If you're in, like, to history or military, World War II, any of that, you've got to get it. It's absolutely phenomenal. And we're working on turning that into a documentary. I'll actually be in Belgium, again, where my grandfather was shot down, uh, doing some more filming for that. And we were looking to turn that into a miniseries or feature. Uh, more on that later. And then uh, I'll be doing a play in Hollywood towards the end of this month that will benefit uh, Saving Innocence, which is a... Uh, organization that rescues victims of sex trafficking and uh, you can follow uh, like how do I learn more about this stuff how do I how do I keep in the know you can follow me on Instagram uh, at heyclaytron and that's probably the best the best uh, best place it's h-e-y-c-l-a-y-t-r-o-n oh great great yeah uh, I would love to I live in Los Angeles so I would love to come and see the play that would be great awesome you got my number yes Candice what are you working on um, well, I've got 42 feature scripts that I've written that are um, Whoa. Uh, yeah, so I'm just kind of sitting um, right now my, my focus is obviously New Dogs Old Tricks and um, there has been already talk about a second season and I was told yesterday I better get on the stick and start writing season two. Oh um, my god, so exciting! So, We'll see. We'll see. Um, yep. But beyond that, you know, my project is my family. You know, I have twin 10-year-olds, Charles and Catherine, you know, um, and I just, I volunteer at their school and at the church. And, um, you know, it's, my husband's a cop and I, he, they've been behind me 100%. And honestly, I'm taking the summer off except for going through, you know, doing some writing. And I want to spend time with my family because it's been two years, and I think I deserve a break, right, Clay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Where I don't know do if you find all the though. time? Where do you find the time, Candace? I mean, you're doing so much, and you've got a family. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, I have a team. I have. I would never, ever, ever be able to do any of this if I didn't have strong people behind me and strong people supporting me. And, um, you know, and Clayton, I don't even know if you know the story. 
so um, there's a moment with the people that I feel that I'm closest with um, in the cast that I would be able to pinpoint 10 seconds, you know, where it's like, okay, that's, that's when this person became somebody to me. And there was this moment with Clayton um, after we shot the pilot uh, that it kind of represented everything that this um, this series is, that everything that we, we all did together and um, whatever. So we shot, it was like day four out of five, and we shot the opening series, opening uh, title sequence at the end of the night, and I was bringing Brian a towel and uh, at the edge of the pool because they jumped in the pool, and I was wearing a sweatshirt and a pair of jeans, and Cody came out of nowhere and like supermaned me into the pool and Clayton was already in the pool and somehow I mean I don't know Clayton like had color form clothes on because he pulled his clothes off so fast and was like in his bathing suit in the pool <laughs> who does that wait you guys don't <laughs> it was just like I don't even know how he did don't it. make me the weird one you're the weird <laughs> one he was fully clothed when he was pushed into the pool and then all of a sudden he's like swimming around in his in his bathing suit. So Cody and Brian uh, tackled me. Brian got my legs. Cody, I mean, they have it on video of Cody just supermanning me into this pool. And Clayton, like, jumps out of the way. Otherwise, it would have landed on top of him. And I'm fully clothed. And it was just a really surreal experience because I went under the water. And you heard everybody laughing, but you hit the water and you didn't hear anything. And I got up and I started to get out of the pool and I was on like the slope into the deep end and I went down um, like I slid and I went under the water and I couldn't I couldn't get up and all of a sudden there was this hand under my arm and just yanked me out of the water and it was Clayton and I don't even remember that Clayton yeah you were going to drown (laughs) you were going (laughs) to drown and Clayton pulled me up out of the water and it was like, you know, and brought me to the shallow end, you know, just like dragged me over or whatever so I didn't die. And it was just kind of like really symbolic of what this show is, where I have Aww. these people supporting me, you know. Um, hopefully I'm not going to have a near drowning moment in season two, but. <laughs> we can only hope. No, you know, with with your history, Candace, though, you know, I mean, there's there's like this whole, I could write a whole thing on, on just your mishap. Girl, you don't even know. But, <laughs> but my the point is, if I do find myself underwater, I know that somebody on my team is going to grab me and pull me up. We'll let have you back. Well, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you, Deborah. Absolutely. Have a great day, guys. Thank you too. You too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.